All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Behind the Hustle. This is episode three. I'm Jeremy Drake. Appreciate you guys coming by and listening. I have Mr. Sean, aka Peanut. Only I know where that comes from, but but that's okay. We'll go into it and we'll explain it. Um, so yeah, this this show, this podcast, we interview uh, creators, uh, small business owners, and entrepreneurs. So that's why I'm having Sean on here right now because he's the creator of the podcast, Casually Speaking. Um, it's some good stuff. If you want to take a listen, um, I'm just going to have a moment where you guys can hear some of my favorite parts. I really want a Spider-Man movie where he actually has to deal with some heavy issues. People see those pictures of like Nate Diaz with blood all over his face and everything like that. And they think, oh my God, it's so horrible. But really, it's all superficial. Yeah, without further ado, Sean, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Uh, let everyone know what you're up to. Hey, uh, this is uh, Sean Ryan from Casually Speaking. Um, yeah, I haven't been called Peanut in years, so that was that was definitely a blast from the past. Um, yeah, but I uh, I practice uh, jujitsu and I have a podcast about that. Um, but we just talk about pretty much anything I want to talk about. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, just kind of like me getting into it and stuff and like listening to it, like you kind of touched on it just right there. Is that is it primarily did you primarily create it for jujitsu or what was it going into it? You know, what's funny is like I actually didn't want it to be a jujitsu podcast because mm -hmm. there's a million out there. Um, yeah. But it's all I do now. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. always mind. So literally after this podcast, I'm going to the gym uh, oh, okay. to do so it's literally all I do all day. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to kind of do that. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those. It's one of those things. It really is a uh, commitment. It seems like you know a lot of the people that I know that are into it. They definitely, I mean, from an outsider in looking, it's like it's very much like a, a Kool Aid type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I, you, you know, and and the people that just sip it ever so slightly they end up chugging it like a week later you know what i mean which is cool and i know that's why for me at least i've always like um you know kind of in a weird way just i've done this with two things that i've noticed world of warcraft right mm -hmm. because i knew that i i just avoided that game because i knew it would consume me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and then yeah. i feel like i do the same thing with jujitsu because i know if i taste it a little bit enough that it will consume me Oh, dude, you're going to get hooked. First. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I know there's a time and place when I'm ready, it'll happen. Mm. Um, so that that's always been my thing on the on the inside, which is funny. And and I have a lot of people that uh, I'm around uh, because of my job and stuff. Like, there's one guy, um, his name's uh, Ismael Gomez, and he mm. trains over at uh, Gracie Temecula, I think. Okay. But okay. he's he's our defense. He was, for, like, the longest time, our uh, defensive tactics instructor. Um, oh. and dude, he just got his black belt like not too long ago and stuff. So he's he's pretty legit. And it's funny, I had to, uh, going through this course, we had to do this thing where there was this obstacle course. And mm. um, we were like gassed. We had to go through all these different things. And I was the very first person to go. And I had to, I had to fight him. Oh. And he was fresh. Yeah. And I had no experience. Mm. So it was just funny. It was just one of these things. And it's just like... I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, often a tangent as far as that, but um, so you you created it um, with the intentions of not really going hardcore jujitsu, and then it kind of just developed that because that's what your life is essentially. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, um, 
most of my like planned interviews that I want to do on the podcast are actually people, my teammates and stuff. Um, yeah. Because I thought it'd be kind of cool too, because um, just personally, when I first started jujitsu, I didn't know anybody when I went into the gym. And uh, I go to this place called 10th Planet, which uh, a lot of like UFC fighters go to. So like okay. you can imagine like straight up UFC fighters coming to this gym and I'm like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just yeah. don't hurt me that much. Um, and it was intimidating. And uh, honestly, the best group of guys that I've ever like met are from those gyms. And I'm like, why don't I just make interviews with that so that people can kind of curb that that fear from uh, actually joining in and stuff. So that's kind yeah, of that would actually be a good insight for sure. And, yeah. and people think that's valuable just because I think that's what um, it just takes less of the bite. You know, it takes more of the bite away, like you said, you know what I mean, as far as the intimidation factor. And that's with the, like a lot of things, you know, like j people get very intimidated with like the gym and all that side looking out, like, you know, on the outside looking in, you know, because the, um, you know, common uh, misconceptions or whatever. And I remember just listening to I think you touched on it in some of your uh, one of your podcasts as far as just talking about like the people's perception of what these guys would probably be like and how that it couldn't be more wrong. You know what I mean? As far as as far as that, that kind of stuff is concerned, you know, yeah. Um, Granted, I'm sure there's still some of them in there that are like that, but those are usually the exceptions. You know, everyone, I think, in anything is like that. You know what I mean? There's there's always a few uh, people that are that, that kind of repel, you know, people from whatever they're into, kind of in a way. But that's mm -hmm. not the the majority, I would say. You know? Yeah, I'd say so. Like most of the meatheads, they get they get weeded out real quick. Um, yeah, we get all the time. But it's funny, it's like, you would think the, the black belt's like the meathead, but it's really the, like, the, the intro guys. Those, sure. those guys are going to try to muscle everything through. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would, I would, that makes sense just because I feel like a lot of them probably go in there, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but maybe that's just me, like, thinking in, but they go in with the, oh, maybe this is another place I can test my strength kind of thing or whatever, and then it ends up not being that kind of situation, you know? Exactly. There's a few dudes, there's a few dudes that I follow, um... Actually, I want to pull them up just so I show you, like, they're pretty crazy. Uh, there's a dude, his name is, he's actually a doctor, he's got, but he's like 250, 260 pounds. Mm -hmm. Dude's huge. And he's, like, ripped, too, but he rolls. Oh, nice. And, and he, like, he takes it serious, you know what I mean? Like, he really goes through it, and he doesn't use it as, like, an ego thing, you know, um, and all that kind of stuff so it's pretty it's it's interesting seeing um yeah so you can see it's the it's a little dude um well he's actually he's pretty big i don't know if you can see if it's if it glares but he's just a chunky dude you know he's like and it's funny they talk about like you know rolling with a guy that it's it's a different it's different with rolling like with a dude that's like 250 260 like that and then also knows what he's doing exactly you know yeah I mean? yeah um but humbling, it's a humbling thing, because I remember some of my, one of my buddies took me, and then I remember getting, like, whooped by, like, a 15-year-old, you mm -hmm. know. It, it's just it's just a crazy experience, but it's cool. Um, as far as the other things you got, you touch on on your podcast, too, you get you talk about, like, uh, like personal interests outside of jiu-jitsu, too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I, um, well, I'm really into comics, because I'm a big nerd. I mean, I've always been like that, ever since our, uh our best by days you know <laughs> but um i think yeah. all of us were though that was just like be by default that was like yeah. the interview they're like hey are you a nerd and you're like yeah and they're like 
you're hired. All right, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're oh, but you're hired and you're going to media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. Like, like uh, yeah, I mean, I talk about comics and movies. Um, whenever the news kind of comes towards me, you know, um, I'm always like a day late anyway. So it's like, mm, I, I feel less than you're gonna hear it again, I guess. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do that, and then also um, I just try to have really cool interviews, like like with you, and then also um, my buddy who's a ghost hunter. Um, yeah. That podcast freaked me the heck out. Um, <laughs> I'm totally not into that, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's like perspective zone stuff. Yeah, I heard. I listened to the one that you where you reviewed like um, the, the Spider-Man movie or whatever, the oh, one yeah, that you yeah. just recently watched and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, I saw that you're going into the comic stuff and all that, which is cool because I like that stuff as well. Um, and then, and then also too, you're just like talking about like cool like life stories too. It, you know, I like the yeah. the uh, the bank one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, dang. <laughs> yeah, but those are I, like I, all things we can relate to in some sort of way where that kind of stuff happens. You know. Exactly. Like um, a lot of it too. I mean, I, I do this podcast mainly in my morning commute uh, on the work. So like my mind just wanders sometimes and I yeah. just kind of, I just go after it. Um, just drinking my, my coffee and, and the cold brew. I'm in my mind. Yep. My cold brew. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta have the cold brew. I can <laughs> already see, I can already see like, as like time goes on, like the little like things that become a staple, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you always you kind of see that from the outside when you like follow somebody and you're like oh i've been here since day one and those little tiny things that they mention in the beginning without even being aware of it end up being a thing like that's a staple later on which is kind of funny um but yeah that's definitely definitely how it goes you know um as far as like you doing the podcast and stuff did you have any specific like um inspirations or like people that kind of like you know or 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 just someone else that they kind of put a light under you to get it started or something like that? Um, honestly, like this is gonna sound so cliche because I think a lot of uh, podcasters draw inspiration from this dude, but like really it's it's true. Um, and it's Joe Rogan. Because um, <laughs> I like how his format is. It's not really, he interviews everybody. Like it doesn't matter who it is, Bro. as long as you're on the stream, he's gonna interview you, you know? Yeah. So. That was my biggest inspiration. Um, and I just thought it'd be fun. Just like actually get to talk to interesting people yeah. uh, and maybe get paid for it somewhere down the road. So right, right. it was. So yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like I like his podcast too. Um, I just, the Snowden, the Edward Snowden one was f oh, extremely man. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> like, just because like, uh, yeah, like it's just interesting from my perspective because like I'm in the military and then like there's like all that stuff and then I'm like, I know what you mean, you know, and like just kind of hearing all these things and it was just super interesting, man. Super interesting stuff, you know. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's insane as far as like the whole podcast stuff and then like you have him and and how it's just such a large platform and it's just you know. It's so it his quality is obviously really good, but it's not like overly high produced. You know exactly. what I mean? It's just kind yeah. of like you have your your staples. You know, okay, cool, good audio. You got some video, whatever. You know, boom, and then we're gonna get rolling in, and it's just about the conversation and the dialogue and the people and all that kind of stuff. So that's really cool, and hopefully that's a sign of what the future will be like too. You know? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my biggest detractor from doing a podcast was really just figuring out how to even do it like 
even setting this up, like I was like, dude, nothing's working. And then I finally yeah. got work, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And that is a, that is a piece that is uh, hard, you know what I mean? And, and I like, I like the fact that anchor is a thing. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. You know? um, like hats off. Like, and it sounds like crazy. Cause it's not like, uh, you know, this is like sponsorship or whatever, but like, dude, they simplify the process like so much, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, it's insane. Yeah. It's like, they definitely, they're like the Uber of the podcasting situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. so yeah, hats off to them for that. Hopefully more people, uh, kind of take that as a, as a way to get in, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I actually heard they just got bought out by Spotify. So yeah. like only going to get better, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. It, honestly, that that app was what got me into it. Like I downloaded it and I was like, whoa, this is really easy. And then I uh, I bought a, a mic that I can plug straight into my phone. Uh -huh. um, and I literally do my podcast on my phone. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and that's, uh, yeah, like I did it a little bit before because, you know, like setting up a podcast and stuff where you have to go through like each individual distribution thing, yeah. like, you know, and then to find a host and do all this other stuff. I was like, no. And then now like, it's just like, boom. And then they just essentially do the back end work for you, which is really cool. So um, yeah, hopefully more people get into it and stuff and they're not uh, too intimidated by it, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I think the more content people create, the better, uh, the more people get their thoughts and ideas out into the world, I think the better. Um, I mean, it's really weird because I feel like this world's gotten more connected, but also disjointed all at the same time, you know? So I just think like, yeah, the more we create, the more we, you know, put our thoughts out there, it's going to be better for everybody, you know? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a matter of being, I guess, maybe putting the wedges in between those things that, that you were saying, you know, because... I think it, the things that are polarizing have the ability to have the spotlight, you know what I mean? And then those are the things that end up just getting the spotlight because they are polarizing, where say maybe me and you, like, I don't know, like I'm just never, I've never been the person to not necessarily run out and then be like, hey, this is what I wanna talk about or this is what I think or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But in a, in a sense, like in a weird way, there's almost some sort of, and I don't know, maybe this is just myself, because it's like, it's almost like an obligation, you know what I mean, in, in a way now that I feel because it's like, yes, there are issues, right? But I think it's, it's, it's kind of you touched on it in the Facebook thing. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The things that people bring up are just polarizing. So then it makes it seem like this is the status quo. And this is how it is all the time. Because me and you, the dudes that are like, we're just chilling in the back because we don't really necessarily want to like, you know what I mean? Get involved in it or whatever. And then be like, well, okay, you have this point, but what about all these other positive things that, or, or this other way of looking at it or, or whatever the case, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and that's definitely a thing. And then I feel like that in a way too, just because, so, cause I've been in law enforcement for some time now and man, that world can entirely consume you. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Um, if I were to use that as my basis of, of how society is, I would have mm -hmm. a very skewed perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because the concentration, the concentration of my interactions and the customers or whatever you want to call it is different <laughs> than the majority. You know what I mean? That's not a good reflection of what society as a whole is. You know what I mean? But exactly. 
I feel like uh, it's easier to kind of maybe say that because it's it's easy to blame and then all that kind of stuff. Where where I feel like this, me and you, and these mm -hmm. conversations, I feel like hopefully is more the normal. You know what I'm saying? More in between there, of mm -hmm. of what is uh, normal in that sense. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I like it's like with Facebook and everything, you only get like this little bit. You know what I mean? Like where you have to just. You read whatever they post and everything and you can try and have a conversation but like really people just get so emotionally like charged that most people don't even read past the first sentence because that first sentence really ticked them off or whatever mm -hmm. you know and these kind of conversations like yeah these long form hey let's hash it out let's find a middle ground i think honestly is is way better i mean hats off to you that you're you're a police officer you know what i mean um and and you serve this country too it's like you do both of them, you know, and you have a unique perspective on that, you know. Um, were you were you a, uh, a police officer with the whole like when that controversy was all happening and everything like that, like with the with the shootings and all that, or did you? Uh, did you well, I've that? been I've been in now for eight years, so I oh. mean, depending on depending on which one, because to me they all blend, they all yeah, blend together. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I as like... far as like any sort of controversies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I was like, oh, I just got caught. I don't know which one it is, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like, as far as like, yeah, yeah. So I've been, I've been in for a while, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just have a very. I've always just tried to. I think what it is, and in, in, in this is like to relate it to the UFC thing, or in a way, is Ronda Rousey, right? Like when she, um, when she was a champion for so long, and then she lost the uh, championship. You know, mm -hmm. and then it kind of like she got really depressed on it. And then it seemed like she lost her identity because she identified so much with, you know, her being the championship champion. Yeah. And then once she wasn't that anymore, she was kind of confused of who she actually is as a person. You know what I mean? And then that's what I've always it's weird because that made me think like, oh, yeah, make sure I stay grounded. The fact that I'm I'm Jeremy and that whatever it is that I do, whether it's being a cop or whatever, if I quit or being in the military, those things don't necessarily matter. They're not me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's always I've always tried to have that perspective because I don't want to get like sucked into those worlds of you know, of of that because I feel like that's uh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. I think I think that's a good uh, like that's a good mentality to have. I mean, I, I kind of touched on that too um, on one of my podcasts where I'm like, you're not your job. You yeah. Just, you know, you're you. Um, I'm not just a jujitsu guy, even though I talk about it like constantly. I'm not just a blue belt jujitsu dude. I'm also mm. Sean, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a healthy thing to have. And I think it's, it's really easy to kind of fall in those pitfalls where it's like, well, I am a cop and that's all I am. You know, it's like, no, like you're a cop most of the day. Absolutely. But you do clock out, you know, yeah. so, or whatever you do, punch out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. It is, it is intense, man. Um, and I think what it is, is maybe there's a difference between what I've, um, I don't know what I've noticed is maybe you get some people cause I'm sure for me, at least like speaking on how I got in there, I feel like, um, and I've come to fruition with this, like as of lately is the fact that like, I kind of ended up going into these things as more of a, as a path of like survival kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. because I yeah. was, you know, like I was doing okay at Best Buy. Like it wasn't like I, I could have stayed there, you know what I mean? But there was just, I was chasing different things at that time. And I was kind of focused on the monetary and you know all those kinds of things because i saw the opportunity of being able to be paid more and all this other stuff and then getting there 
you know, uh, and then chasing all those things and then realizing like, oh, well, maybe it's not. This was, these were things that I was focused on because of X goal, which was like the monetary thing. And then once I get there, I'm like, well, maybe it's not as cracked up as it, as it should be, you know, or maybe I chase these things for not out of uh, what I want as a person, but because of the survival things and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so that's interesting. And it's kind of bizarre for me just because this path has been a while. Like uh, ever since I started Best Buy, dude, I, I had um, the intentions of doing it. And then now being like 30 and then coming to some sort of uh, realization that I'm like, well, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I'm gonna quit and do something else. Like, it's very bizarre to me, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, uh, for everybody that's listening, like, uh, I mean, that's how we met, was was through Best Buy. Um, and I, I always look back on Best Buy and I'm like, man, that was the coolest job, but it was also like, some of the people that I know that are still in Best Buy, I'm like, I kind of feel a little bit bad about, because I'm like, oh man, they didn't grow, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. But I mean, it was the chillest job. I mean, you can, I could walk into work one day and be like, I don't feel like working today. And I wouldn't like, for yeah. Eight hours, yeah. Just like, cool, yeah. Whatever. yeah. But like, and then like everybody there was super cool. Like all for you guys sure. were awesome, you know? And it's just like, I mean, yeah, my nickname was peanut. Cause like, all we I have no was- clue why. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I just like, I start there and they're like, this guy's peanut. And I'm like, accept it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Honestly, yeah. it started out as a joke that like it was the first word that came to my head and it just stuck. And I was like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm called Peanut now. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. Fair um, enough. But but yeah, like, I mean, it was a great experience. Like I always look back on on the Best Buy days with like with those rose tinged glasses because I'm just like, hmm. man, that's, that's awesome. But like, I'm glad that I left because yeah. I own it all, you know, so. True, true. Yeah. And that is that is something for me as well. I'm glad we circled around to the Best Buy days because that was just a, it was a fun experience, to be honest. There was a lot of, like, for me, it was my first job, too. So there was, like, a lot of, uh, like, live lessons of of what to do, what not to do, all that kind of stuff. You know, going to morning meetings and then having, like, my supervisor, like, hung over. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because, like, from my perspective, I'm like, yo, like, I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here. And then you're just, like, passed out on this couch. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm here on a Sunday or a Saturday and I don't want to be here, but I'm like, at least teach me something, sir. Like, you know what I mean? Like different things of like, okay, well, this is what I don't want to do as a supervisor when I get older or whatever the case. Um, and then having opportunities to go and do different things and just meet different manager styles and you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Oh, and the, and the communication piece for me was huge. You know what I mean? Okay. Like just being able to learn to talk to people was huge and i think that's helped me even just so much in uh just being in law enforcement too because that's what i lean on is just my ability to communicate because i much rather try to convince someone to put handcuffs on than anything else you know what i mean so to speak it's not as literal as that but i mean that's what i would like to do you know what i mean just like dealing with people and customers and and and, and stuff like that and it's just funny you must be a black belt in communication if you can convince someone to go in handcuffs <laughs> pretty much like literally that's what my thing is like i my whole thing is the only times i ever get into altercations is with people that are like intoxicated or in in stuff because there's no reasoning typically you know what i mean um but other than that like if it, it, it and then i also i feel like it has something to do with where i grew up because it's just a matter of me being able to talk to you and all that kind of stuff 
um, and then just respecting people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and usually people are really cool with, with that, you know? What was uh, that? I have my fiance just got home, so hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, what's up? Yep. Oh, and my phone's falling. There we go. Hold on. It's all good. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so that, that part, that is interesting uh, as far as like the communication piece. It's funny too, uh, Best Buy, you were like, for me, looking back, you you actually were an influence on the music that I listened to. Oh, nice. You know, which is interesting because yeah. I remember just conversations of like, you know what I mean? Like, because I grew, I came from, I came from Lake Elsinore uh, in like Section 8. All like, all I knew that existed before I came to Marietta was like rap and hip hop. You know, yeah. that was like. That was the only thing that anyone ever listened to for the most part, and that was my culture and all that kind of stuff. And then coming to Marietta, then I learned about all these like angry screaming bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was really how it was, because it was funny. It was in those like a 20 minute drive, the culture and the music and stuff was different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you, uh, just a lot of those different types of bands. Like I remember having conversations about like Seosin and like. Uh, a whole bunch of different other bands and stuff uh, and then remembering that you were in a band and then you know all that kind of stuff so it was pretty cool yeah those times. it's funny because like I forget about that like I'm like man I forget I was even in a band and everything and like that was my goal was to get signed and everything and then like it almost happened and then yeah. I just kind of gave up on it I was like yeah, yeah. not a good business <laughs> yeah man it is an interesting place that's for sure uh, especially these days you know as far as like the difference between like what's maybe popular you know versus what the artist wants and all that kind of stuff you know it's definitely uh difficult and stuff um so as far as the things that you're doing uh with the casually speaking what would you say uh what are your some of your like highest ambitions with it as far as like where you would maybe want to go like at your highest you know i'm talking to like the disneyland level of what it is um, and then maybe what are some of the uh, forefront steps that you have to take in order to maybe get there? I mean, honestly, like the biggest thing is, uh, I mean, the, the overall end goal is someday, somehow, like being able to quit my job and just do this full time and talk to interesting people um, mm-hmm. throughout the week. Um, that's honestly like the big goal, but who knows if that's going to happen. But other than that, like the more attainable goals is actually like just interviewing um just really interesting people yeah Uh, i'd love to get onto and and i feel like there's a way to do it too is i feel like i I could get to joe rogan i could yeah 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 i I train a 10th planet this is this something i could do this yeah yeah it's doable for sure yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean honestly that's really all it is um it's right now it's just more of a passion project than anything i'm not really looking to get any kind of monetary gain yeah i am sponsored and stuff like that but yeah it's pennies you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's my goal is just mm-hmm. to be able to to make a brand out of this and um even maybe have podcasts under me um mm-hmm. where other creators are are you know brave enough to start creating themselves and everything so i think that's like the the big goal yeah yeah that would be sweet That'd be sick, especially if you just were able to do it, you know, uh, as your daily kind of thing, you know? That'd yeah. Awesome. Um, and it's it kind of gives you or it kind of speaks for what the the times are right now, you know, because it's it's pretty 
um, intense that that's how it is. And I feel like going forward, like individuals, like the idea of an individual just being able to have some sort of like whatever you want to call it, a brand or some mission around them. And then them being able to, you know, uh, distribute that like through the different platforms, whether it's through podcasting or YouTube or, you know, your favorite TikTok. Mm -hmm. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. The different, the different platforms, uh, um, and being able to do, like communicate through that. And then, and then that potentially be their job. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's crazy. And I feel like that's going to be more of what is going to happen in the future. You know, just individuals being able to connect and have their own business just associated with their personality, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. which is, which is pretty crazy just because then you get to then the whole and there's a lot of conversation on this and you may have heard some of the ones with Joe Rogan on it and stuff about how, you know, as automation and AI comes in too, there's going to be a whole lot of jobs that are going to be irrelevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like truck driving and all these like the, the clerical jobs and all these things, they're not going to be, it's apparently like three to four times like bigger than the uh, displacement that the industrial revolution did or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so there's going to be all these people that just essentially don't have a job. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, but I feel like it speaks for maybe what we as society will do and, and we'll have like our own little like, uh, you know, uh, digital renaissance period. You know what I mean? Where we're like doing these kinds of things where we're like coming in and figuring out how to create and how to uh, distribute it, like this message, you know, that we all have and stuff, which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. I mean, like my mom, she freaking does like she doesn't do like YouTube and all that kind of stuff, but she does um, resale stuff, you know, mm -hmm. where she uses like, you know, Poshmark, Macari, eBay and, you know, all these different things to go out and and then make money, make a living. And then someone like herself could, you know, turn the camera on herself, you know, all that kind of stuff to start communicating that message and then, you know, leverage that that experience and all that kind of stuff. Same thing with you as far as um, if you were able to do that also with your jujitsu stuff too, if you ever, you know, made content based around your jujitsu stuff as well. Yeah. Like that's another thing. Twitch, dude, I know there's dudes that freaking, uh, they broadcast like their little, their, their, their sessions, you know, their little uh, role sessions mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you know? It's just all crazy. It's all like possibility out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, I think like, Yes, with AI and everything like that, like things are gonna, jobs are gonna close, but like the people with creative minds, they're gonna figure out a way how to, to work around that. You oh, know yeah. I mean? uh, yeah. And I think that's the big thing is like, we gotta encourage people to be creative. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, I mean, I work at a call center, like I work in a cubicle, uh, straight up corporate life. It's really easy to just turn into a drone where you're yeah. like, you don't really think about anything. And it's like, yeah, but it's comfortable, but make yourself uncomfortable and do these things that like are creative and things. And it's like, it is nerve wracking, you know, you're putting yourself out there, but it's like, well, you're going to adapt from it. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. make yourself grow from it. So yeah, you will. And yeah, that is, that is good. And I love, I love that advice. It's just about a matter of being uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, it, it is like, it really is so simple, but it's like really, really, really true. You know, it's uh whatever ends up being like this thing that you just kind of push through and get over that feeling of being uncomfortable it mm -hmm. ends up uh, helping helping you that person out later eventually you know whether they feel like that it is at the moment or not you know exactly uh, 
Exactly. Um, going like when you started, what were the some of the things that you felt were like what prevented you from starting? Um, honestly, the biggest thing was really the technology. I just couldn't figure out how to get it done with my schedule. Um, mm -hmm. That was that was the thing. Is like um, I did have a podcast set up before, and I did try to make a podcast, but like like you said, like there it wasn't anchor, it wasn't anything like that. I had to like set up my own account in different places and like upload it. And it was just like I don't have time for this. Like I just yeah. don't, you know. Um, and when I found out about Anchor, I literally did a test podcast that I immediately deleted so you guys can't hear it. <laughs> but like, um, I was like, oh, wow, this is, I feel like that this could work, you know? Um, Girl, who is this? Who is this? This sounds yeah. pretty dope. I literally, and like the, the test podcast was just me rambling and being like, yeah, so this is me testing it and seeing if this actually works and goodbye, you know? And I published it and everything and I was like, oh, whoa, like, yeah, it went everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so then then the biggest thing was okay when do i have time to do this because literally i i go to work and then i come home take a 30 minute nap because i'm exhausted and then i go train and then i get home at around like 10 o'clock uh at night and i'm like well gotta do it again you know yeah. so um i was thinking well maybe the weekends but the weekends like i just that's all my personal stuff you know what i mean so i was like okay uh and then I was thinking about it in my car and I was like, man, I have like 30 extra minutes until I got to get into work. I'm like, that's like this every day. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is it. This is the window. Here we go. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay, cool. That's when the light bulb kind of clicked and I was like, okay, all right. So I do interviews on the weekends still, but I just have like little slots and everything like that. But um, most of it's just me and my car, like talking. Right. And Ours are really good with sound. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the yeah. acoustics and stuff. You're yeah. like, you're like, this is legit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It wasn't really a hesitation or anything like that. Um, I mean, as you know, I've been in bands and everything like that. So me putting myself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're you are a performer. You yeah. Know? So that is something that is that's good. That's a benefit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm not scared to put myself out there or anything like that. Um, yeah. I will I will say there's a word of caution out there. If you ask for advice on Reddit, be sure to get just roasted. Like, <laughs> uh, Reddit's the worst. Yeah, that's pretty, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, you're like, don't say that. They listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's but, great, yeah. though. Like, I, honestly, the most advice that I got was listening to other people doing podcasts. I think that's the best advice. So, yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. It's the friction of just being, you know, not the technical know-how and all that kind of stuff and time in. Time mm -hmm. is, it's, it's a huge one, you know what I mean? Because, like, that's definitely something that I've had to deal with, too. Um, and then work time and all that kind of stuff has been rough. You know, they've been a lot of overtime and all that. And then, yeah, so time's huge. And I feel like a lot of people can really relate to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's just maybe having that for that, uh, you know, that understanding like, okay, this is something I want to do. And just keeping your eyes peeled of like when, when that window comes in and where you can, you know, um, have that 30 minutes to do it. Or maybe being able to realize like, okay, well, maybe I should just watch 30 minutes of net 30 minutes less of Netflix or something like that. And then that's the window or, or whatever the case, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just have to be adaptable. Like really, I mean, 
just, I mean, for you and I uh, trying to schedule like us getting together and everything, at first it turned into let's let's go to because we're both in California, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. places and it's like, no, that's not going to work out. Right. You know, it's adapted to this and it's like, OK, like this works right. just. Good, yeah, you, you know? got to be able to roll with it. You got to be able to roll with it for sure. Um, I still we still definitely need to meet up and all that kind of stuff for sure. Um, I would, I would, I would like that. Uh, maybe even just like maybe the jujitsu man. Maybe you can help me. You know, maybe that'd be a good thing because you're there all the time. So <laughs> that'd be a good place to meet up, essentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a there's a jujitsu place. Uh, there's a tenth planet uh, in Marietta that just oh, okay. opened up. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. and I know the buddy that uh, I have a couple of buddies out there that I train there. So I'll just tell them, hey, we're coming down. So. Oh, okay, cool. That'd be <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as the, as far as your jujitsu stuff, are you? Do you have any like? Because you did do a fight recently, you did a weigh-in thing and all that. You were doing like a cut and all that kind of stuff. So that's mm -hmm. already over with, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, I mean, there is a competition that's happening um, on the 17th, I think. Um, I'm not doing it. Everyone's asking me if I am, but I'm I'm not going to. Um, yeah. Partly because of money, uh, competitions are expensive. Um, but uh, that's actually why you see a whole bunch of uh, practitioners like sponsored and everything like that because yeah. sponsors pay for those tournaments. Um, uh, okay. They can rent, range from like a hundred to, uh, or I'm sorry, fifty to a couple hundred dollars. Um, Wait, so you said the sponsors pay for the tournaments? Yeah, yeah. So okay. I mean, that's typically what they do is they'll they'll sponsor you so that you wear their like rash guard or whatever. Oh, okay, like, yeah um during the tournament so you're pretty much advertising their product um i'm not that good so i'm not gonna be sponsored so um but yeah like i did uh, a tournament called the baddest blue and then the next weekend my coach calls me up and's like hey you have to go to headquarters and you have to be in this tournament that's <laughs> gonna be broadcasted on youtube so good luck <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like dang <laughs> yeah yeah that's random <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's out there and everything. I look really cool because uh, it's like with professional cameras and everything like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost. I, I look really cool while losing, but... You know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you got style points for that. That's legit. Exactly. exactly. So, um, I mean, competitions, I'm always half in, half out anyways because I'm yeah. getting older and these kids are only getting younger. Um, yeah. So, and there's definitely a thing with that. Cause like, I'll be in a match with the dude that's 10 years younger than me and you can feel every year yeah. that you're- I'm like, sure, you're, yeah, yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, so um, I have to be really, I call it lazy jujitsu. That's what I do is yeah. don't use my energy until I absolutely have to, um, which can make me be in really dangerous positions. Um, that makes my coach freak out and then I get out of it. He's like, okay. <laughs> oh god that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah that's oh, just, that makes sense though as far as like um you know just kind of knowing what it is in yourself that you because like some people want to compete and some people don't you know what i mean like but you're still there in it and you're still getting you know uh the value out of it that you want you know yeah so, that's cool um Sweet. So well, pretty much we'll, we'll wind it down here in a second. I just have a question for you uh, kind of twofold as far as it, anyone. We kind of touched on it, but just to like reiterate, if anyone is a creator or all that kind of stuff or wants to be just some advice from you that you would want to give them. And then on a different note, as far as like, what do you think 
uh, small businesses and stuff. Like, what do you think they can do in terms it, with this new era, right? You know what I mean? That is good, you know, for them as far as like the social media stuff and, and all that. And I'll give you, for, for me, I like, I like stuff for small businesses that are very, that I know everyone says it, it's like the authenticity, you know, I just hate, I, I really don't like the cheesy overdone, like the stuff where they, tr it's like trying too hard, you know, kind of, kind of thing. Um, and whatever small businesses can do to kind of go back to older times, you know what I mean? To just establish that is, is what I, as a consumer, like and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'd be curious what you think, just cause you, you, I mean, worked at Best Buy, your corporate world now, like we, we understand a lot of that stuff from two sides, right? Like yeah. the business side and then what we like in terms of being a consumer down to earth stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, if you could share that, that'd be cool. I mean, I think honestly, the biggest advice I can give somebody that's starting out um, making content and everything like that is just make content, make it as constant as possible. Um, honestly, the more the better. Um, and the reason being is like, you're not gonna be good the very first part of it. You're just yeah. not, because you're starting something new. Um, and just keep making more and more content. Um, you're gonna find your own voice. Like really, it's gonna it's gonna evolve into something where it's uniquely yours. As long as you're not, and this is kind of going with the small business part too. Like, if you have a lofty goal of like I'm gonna be the next Joe Rogan, awesome. But like, don't make that be your focus. Yeah. Make it like fall in love with that grind um, and fall in love with actually the engagement of your your audience and everything sure. like that. Um, I think that's like my biggest, my biggest advice because people are going to actually latch onto someone that's genuine, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think with small businesses too, because I, I did run a, um, a martial arts gym. Uh, it wasn't jujitsu. It was, it was karate based, but I did mm -hmm. run that. It didn't do too well. Um, uh, I, I don't run it anymore, obviously. So it obviously didn't do so good. Yeah. Um, but Honestly, I think like, again, just being as genuine as possible um, and not focusing on the money. Like really it's, that's a means to the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. You, you just can't focus on it. And I think with small businesses and everything like that, like be genuine with your consumer base. Um, be actually genuinely concerned about what they're purchasing from you. Um, yeah. Make it the general article, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. I. I mean, I'm thinking about making soaps, you know, and it's yeah. like, well, I want it to be the cleanest soaps ever, you know, sure. it's like, um, you, you just want to be engaged with it and use social media, use Instagram, use yeah. uh, Facebook, not to peddle your stuff, but to actually engage with the customer uh, base, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Have meaningful conversations with them. Mm. I think that's what we're all craving and no one's giving it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah most of the products that i buy that are from small businesses are people that i actually end up knowing like i end up knowing the ceo of the the business because yeah. they're engaging with me you know um and i think that's going to be the biggest thing i, I think that's going to be the the gold mine that no one's really tapped into yet yeah and that's what for me i like about the youtube stuff and people that are doing this because i can see I can see you and I, if I support you or choose to support you and all that kind of stuff, I am more confident that the money is going to support you. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. like some big corporate entity that, you know, who knows what's going on. And then what you said with the businesses, as far as like being genuine and don't do it just for the money. 
I couldn't agree more. I think what is uh, valuable is to understand though that if you're ever gonna start a business or do that, don't, like if we were to start a business, it would be it would be a benefit for us to try to, and to try to like manage things appropriately so we don't have to run just for the money. You know what I mean? Like live, be smart about it and not like overextend ourselves. So then, you know what I mean? We have to chase that money because you can do things bootstrap, you know what I mean? For like some time, you know what I mean? So then we have the uh, ability and uh, the comfort to kind of just engage with our customers more instead of like, oh, well, we can't talk to this customer because we got to go over here and like uh, chase the short term transaction, you know what I mean? Uh, or whatever. So I feel like that's a, a important thing for businesses to be aware of. Like don't overextend, don't be super flashy and like, you know, that whole thing. Because then again, you're just going to end up running for the money again. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for watching uh, Behind the... Behind the Hustle, episode three uh, with Sean. I appreciate it. We both appreciate it, I'm sure. Um, I'll have his links to all of this stuff in the description. So please uh, take a moment and look at those things. I would really appreciate that. Um, but until the next time, we're out of here. Thank you. Bye. So, stop. It's fun. For sure, man. Cool. You just gotta, like, as the outro, it's just you throwing your phone against the wall. <laughs> just boom. <laughs> You're like, Sean's out. <laughs> it's fun.